0: This episode is sponsored by Texas real estate agent, Matt Cruz. Are you ready to buy, sell, invest, or build? Contact Matt and he will help you with all of your home buying and building questions. Or if you're looking for property in the Rio Grande Valley, there's lots starting as low as $36,000 right off Expressway 281. Look no further and contact Matt. Also, the market is hot right now and it's a lot easier to qualify than you think. You can find Matt on Instagram at MattCruzRealtor. Thank you so much for being a sponsor. sponsor for the Mujeres in the Know Podcast, muchas gracias. Hola, hello. Thank you for tuning in to Mujeres in the Know. Hey everyone, it's your host Natalie here and we are back for season three. This is going to be a bright and beautiful season and I'm so excited to bring you new episodes. This season will feature as always amazing mujeres that are striving and thriving in the Rio Grande Valley of South Texas just a quick reminder what this podcast is all about mujeres in the know will discuss topics that resonate with women in the rio grande valley community of south texas and how they affect us this week we'll have a chat with the owner of Bessel's glamour in McAllen, texas Missy yvette hinojosa she is a certified makeup chemist and artist and she's been working in the rio grande valley for 14 years so excited she said yes to be a guest we're gonna get to know Missy yvette better and she's gonna share her story with us thank you so much Yvette for taking time to be a guest on the podcast. I've been so excited to talk to you and to get to know you better and I know the listeners are as well. So the first question that I have for you is where were you born and raised Yvette and have you always lived in the Rio Grande Valley?
1: Um, No, I'm actually originally from Moses Lake, Washington. It's um, three hours east of Seattle, Washington and um, that's where I was born and raised and I did spend all of my winters here in like between uh, McAllen and Monterrey, Mexico.
0: Wow, how was it living in Washington?
1: A lot different. It was a little bit of a culture shock when I finally moved here um, in my mid twenties. So, um, you know, the Pacific Northwest is very green and wet. And I mean, even where I was raised more on the east side of um, Washington, it was a dry like desert area, kind of like here but um it's still very very different type of dry like it's just so hot here (laughs) but i i do enjoy it
0: yeah and what made you want to move
1: to the valley or how did that happen so my parents moved over here and um i'm one of four i'm the only girl and i was just very very close to my parents and um being that i was so close to my mom and my dad i just felt the need to be closer to them and so when they moved Um, here to McAllen I was still living in Seattle with my brother my older brother as well and um, you know kind of I came and visited for about a week I really enjoyed the area I enjoyed the people the culture and so I said you know what I want to make a move to be closer to my family and um, I just felt a really big push in my heart to, to do it and so yeah that's what led me to come here
0: wow I didn't know that thank you for sharing that Yvette absolutely when did you start your business Besos glamour and how how did the idea come about and what was the inspiration
1: behind it wow so i have always been um known to be quite the workaholic Uh (laughs) um my i was raised in an entrepreneurial home you know my parents were immigrants and so um, to see them come from nothing and build their own uh empires per se and um, it was very inspiring for me and so I always knew that I wanted to be my own business owner and um, never really had much of an act of working um, so much for someone but I do enjoy working for myself and setting my own schedule so um, when I was pregnant with my second son I was I, I had hyperemesis and what that is basically just severe morning sickness throughout your entire pregnancy and so it prohibited me from working or doing what I love doing most. I'm huge into customer service and I love, um, I really do love servicing people and helping people. And so, um, when that hindered me, I, I kind of felt like I was falling into this, um, not quite depression or anything like that, but I just did feel my entire mood shift towards you know being a little bit more on the side and just downside and my husband was really the, the main inspiration of pushing me to start my own business he says you know babe you've always been very, very talented you know I know that you get a lot of friends and family that call you and ask you to do their makeup or to style their hair why don't you start your own business and honestly I have never really put um, much thought into it I had always kind of done hair and makeup as a hobby I just kind of felt like I just was blessed with a good talent of being an artist. And I just did it for fun, really on the side. And when he encouraged me to do that and I saw how passionate he believed in me, you know, he really, really saw how well I did my makeup and how passionate I was about it. It really just encouraged me to want to start my own business. And so really that's how it transpired beyond, You know, my clients that I already had on the side and friends that had motivated me. My husband was really, truly the inspiration behind Vessel's Glamour.
0: Wow. Thank you for sharing. That's really beautiful, Yvette. And and when did it start? How many years ago?
1: So I started it back in 2016. It really just was more of one of those things where I said, okay, I'm going to do this. I need to come up with a name. I need to brand myself and um, really get myself out there. And so I started getting involved in the community more because I was newer to the area and I really didn't know a lot of people. So I became part of City organization. I got on the board of OWE organization and I really just started putting myself out there. And the more that I opened myself up and donated my time, my services, is really how I was able to build my brand and my empire of vessels.
0: Wow. I, I'm, I didn't know that. And I'm glad you're sharing that because I want to ask you how much did that help you? Like, you know, being a part of Femcity and OWE and did that really help you uh, give
1: you a motivation or what did it do for you? Oh my gosh. Yes. For me, ultimately, it's the one thing whenever I talk to young people or uh, women in general, that are looking to um, expand, you know, their business or or aren't sure how to even really get out there and get to know people. That is always my first go-to. I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys have to have to get involved in organizations in your community. It is so important that you involve yourself, and you have to do it with the heart of um, of a servanthood. So you really have to go into it with the mentality of, I'm here to serve even if it means donating your time or giving of your services freely so that you can show people your worth and really that's what i did Um, i was blessed that i happened to meet a, a gal that owned a little boutique here in town and she had asked me she's like oh my gosh you do makeup you know i'm always doing little fun shoots with my fashion i would love for you to do the makeup and hair for one of some of my models and then she knew um sarah hammond who was one of the presidents of fem city and she's always looking for somebody to glamour up because she's a major boss babe here in the rgb so i got to meet her and through her she was the one that invited me to fem city originally i went and honestly for me it was a life-changing experience not only did I really get welcomed into this sisterhood of women that were women entrepreneurial, just boss babes, you know, and I I had never experienced something like that before. So it was very, very encouraging for me because being an outsider per se, because I'm not originally from here, a lot of people just looked at me like a gringa and they were like, oh, you know, she's a little white girl. She doesn't know much. And I was like, no, I am Latina, like I speak Spanish, you know, it's my first language. I'm just not from here. So I, I have a little bit of a different upbringing and background. So it was very uplifting and encouraging and empowering to be a part of something like Femme City. And then again, through Femme City, I was able to open up the door of OWE and, and learn about all these different organizations and really see how there are so many beautiful, powerful, uplifting Latinas, Here in the rgb that really want your success and it really taught me again how to have that spirit of of servanthood and to give before you really ever even ask of anything or of anyone
0: the next question i have is you're you're a mother of two boys and i have to ask you how do you maintain balance between work and family
1: you know A lot of people ask me that, to be honest, because they see me everywhere and they're like, oh my gosh, Yvette, like you do so much, like you're involved in the community, you're a reigning queen, you own your own business. I am a caregiver to my husband at the same time, a wife and a mother. I do very much get involved in my children's school and participate anytime I can. And I really think that time management is huge and I know it's easier said than done sometimes." but when you work for yourself and you're able to really just to look at your schedule and say okay i know that there are so many hours in a day so many hours in a week and in a month you just learn to i mean let's be real in the beginning you're going to overdo it you're going to be go 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 so much that you're going to be exhausted and you're going to feel like oh my gosh i'm having nervous breakdowns or i'm a bad parent because i'm doing too much but Part of being an entrepreneur and, and having your own business takes a lot of sweat, tears and hours. And in the beginning, sometimes you're not going to feel like you had that time management. You, you know, you might have been a bad parent because you were always gone. But at the end of the day, it does pay off. And for me, I pushed really hard for about a good three years. Honestly, is all it took for me personally to really get to a place where I was comfortable, be able to maintain my client's basis and know how much I was wanting to work and how much I didn't want to work. And now I'm at a position, praise the Lord, that I'm blessed enough to say, I have to turn business away because I'm at a point where I'm comfortable to say, okay, I know how much I'm willing to work and how much I'm not because I want to be able to set that time aside for my children, for my husband, and honestly, for myself, because it's hard sometimes. And we as mothers, as women, we do. We always put ourselves last. And so Mm -hmm. I just got to a point where I said, you know, I've watched my parents sacrifice so much for us. And a lot of times we we weren't raised by my parents. You know, my grandparents raised us because they were the ones hustling and out there working in the field and really trying to make a future for us so that we wouldn't have to work as hard. And because I saw that at a very young age, I was able to put that into play at a young age to where now I'm in my mid 30s and I can say without a hesitation that I full blown manage my time so well that I don't ever have to feel guilty anymore about not spending time with my children or my husband or giving myself that time. I don't know if no. that answered. I hope that did. Oh, no,
0: definitely. <laughs> yes. My next question is, do you practice self-care? You, I know you mentioned something about that. And if so, what type of self-care do you practice
1: most? Absolutely. I think it's very important. Like I said, I know a lot of times as mother and women, um, we we do forget about ourselves because it's easy for us to be that nurturing, loving, and giving of ourselves. So for me, I've just learned to give myself even if it's just a couple hours a week of serenity and just you know peace by myself I will go and take time to get myself a pedicure I'll get my nails done I'll go get my hair done and it may not seem like for other people that that's you know their peace or um, their self-care but for me that's what I do so it makes me happy and that's my time away from everyone and it's my guilty pleasure as far as Hey, this is my couple times out of the month that I take to myself to really just focus on me, regroup, recenter myself so that I can be the great mom that I want to be, the best wife I can be, and the best service provider for my clients. Definitely.
0: How long have you been married and how did you and your husband meet and what have you found helps you both keep your marriage strong
1: and thriving? So we have a really funny story, to be honest with you. Um, (laughs) Uh This this December will be nine years married. We have been together for 10 years um, as of this April. And we I was a business banker for Bank of America. And the funny thing was, I was on my I had just gone on my lunch break. And my the manager of the bank came back and she says, Yvette, I'm so sorry. I know that you just went on your lunch. All my personal uh, bankers are busy right now, and you know, at the end of the day, you are my number one girl. Like, we, you know, we need this account. There's somebody interested. Any chance that you can just come talk to them, even if it's just set up an appointment or whatever the case may be? So I was like, okay, you know, sure. Let me let me go out there. So I go out there and I see him. I introduce myself. So hi, you know, let me walk you to my office and. I mean, my husband is a military man, so he's got this um, strong presence and uh, personality sometimes. And um, so when he walked into the office, I had my I was walking in. Of course, my back was Tim as I had to go into to go around my desk. I said, oh, please have a seat. And I keep walking to my desk and I just sit down and he's still standing and I'm going, okay, great. Now I feel awkward because I'm sitting and he's still standing. And he says, oh no, thank you. I'm fine. I'm going, am I supposed to stand up, sit down? Like this is already kind of awkward. So we, we begin to talk and I say, okay, so I hear you're interested in opening an account. And he's like, yeah, not really. I don't know your, your boss with the, the hair. Cause she has big, beautiful blonde curly hair and he's like she just said something about an account and i told her you know i have military banking i wasn't really interested but i just said okay because she kept talking (laughs) so we kind of joked about it laughed there was a jack-in-the-box in the window behind me and all of a sudden i mean we i think we talked about the bank account for maybe like 30 seconds And all of a sudden he asked me, he's like, you know, do you like those tacos from Jack in the Box? And I'm thinking here, this man has no idea that I was just about to eat. So I'm a little bit on the hangry side and he's asking me if I've eaten tacos from Jack in the Box. And I'm going, listen here, dude, are you here to open an account? If not, I would like to go eat my food in the back. So... Um, all in all, we make an appointment after, like, kind of joking around and, and laughing about the jack-in-the-box and whatnot. We make an appointment. That evening, he actually Facebooked me and asked me out to dinner. And I am not in the habit of ever doing that. But there was something very charming about him. And so we went to dinner and literally have, were inseparable from that moment on. Oh. So it was it was very... Um, awkward in a sense the way we met but it was a really cute weird fairy tale for us (laughs) and then um for us we we really do um again being that my husband is a disabled vet he's home and he um he does photography so he owns his own business so we have the luxury of being able to maintain our time together and saying hey we have this business of i do glamming you have photography so we can really mesh this well together and work hand in hand and that's a lot of times what we do and even if he doesn't have a gig and i'm the one go 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 most of the time because i am more involved in the community he is such a big supporter of me i mean he is like my personal chauffeur he will take me all day to my clients and just support me and be there so even having those moments of having him drive me around and being able to conversate and just lean on him for any little thing that I need. And it's not just, you know, the reversal of me being there for him, but we really have that together. That really helps our marriage, you know? And I know, hey, there's struggles in every marriage. No marriage is perfect. But at the end of the, end of the day for us, um, we we started our relationship on a foundation, of a spiritual foundation. And that for us has been huge because for me, Um, having that foundation so solid and so strong, no matter what we go through, we know that we can always bring it to God. At the end of the day, we love each other so much. We do not let any outside factors, um, weigh down on our marriage. And that for us has really helped a lot because sometimes it's easy to, you know, want to ask for outside help, whether it's your family or friends, and there's just too many outside voices that can dictate or, or you know, alter your perception of things. And so we have learned to say, okay, we can get advice from people of the same mentality. If, if, Hey, you know, they have the same spiritual background as us or beliefs we will draw from that. But other than that, we really stick to each other and just, um, really learn to lean on God and each other for anything that we need. Oh, I love
0: that Yvette. Cause I feel so strong. If God's not the head of the household, then it's just, there's going to be so much problems, you know, and that sounds like you guys have that. You do that. You put God first. So I thank you so much for sharing that.
1: Absolutely.
0: And the last question I have for you is if you could give advice to a girl or a woman makeup artist who hopes to start her own business and create a brand and be as successful as you are, what advice would you give her or what what would you tell her to do? And just to always remember?
1: Definitely the getting involved in the community. You know, um, when I first moved here, I was terrified. I felt like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to meet people? It just, you know, when, when you're raised somewhere, you know, so if you're from here and you grow up with everybody, it's very easy to know, you know, somebody and, hey, I need to know how to do this or who do I call for this? You know, you kind of have your little network of people, but when you're completely new to an area, it can be very intimidating and for me, even though Spanish was my first language and is my, you know, I come from a, a Latin upbringing and background, I still felt that um, I was very intimidated moving here. I felt like, oh, maybe my Spanish, you know, isn't going to be up to par compared to people here. And so I was just always very scared. And um, I was raised in a, in a Pentecostal home, so it was very, very naive and and just was scared of the world per se. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I didn't really ever, you know, take chances or risks or anything like that. I was very, very, I don't know. I, I kind of was just the typical little good girl next door, never really partied, did anything at all. So coming into a place like the RGV, even though I was raised out of the Seattle area, it just was two different worlds. And so once I was able to get a foot in with Getting involved with Femcity, Owe, and opening, you know, your eyes because I feel like a lot of times as women, it could be easy to get catty and, um, you know, be envious or jealous or this or that or talk about other women. And I think from a young age. I always, always loved women. And I know that sounds silly because it's like, OK, I'm not, you know, I'm a happily married woman to a man, mm-hmm. nothing against anybody. But at the end of the day, when I say I love women, I learned to appreciate women. And I found something so empowering about even the essence of like Diana, the Wonder Woman, you know, like I never looked at it like an envious thing. And that was something I held on to my whole life. And as a businesswoman, that's something I try. I was a youth leader growing up, that I would tell young girls, learn to fall in love with who you are as a woman and don't falter from that. Be strong in your faith and who you are. and, And that's all that matters. At the end of the day, be confident in who you are. Don't let people sway your directions. Like, hey, this is your beliefs. This is who you are. Be that person and people will be drawn to you and your light and your goodness because that is who you are. If you, you know, start being shady and, you know, talking bad about people or getting into this catty world, it's not going to help you. At the end of the day, you are only successful when you give back those things that you want. You know, there's that saying of do unto others as you would like to be treated. Well, it's true. At the end of the day, it. it That applies to every factor of your life, whether you're in business, you're a parent, you're, you know, um, a mother, a sister, a friend, all of those things. At the end of the day, you want something, you know, you want a friend to be a certain way with you. You want a husband to be a certain way with you. You want um, uh, your parents to be a certain way. You as a parent want to be a certain way. So then you have to emanate those things too. So in the business factor, get involved. Learn to love people for who they are. Don't be envious. It's not gonna help your your career. It's not going to um, help you grow. The community will see you for your true colors and they will love you for everything that you are naturally. So just be true to who you are. Do it from your heart. You know, if you're passionate about makeup or whatever the career choice that you choose, be passionate about it and just go for the gusto and give it your all. And I promise you, you will be successful because you stay true to you. Wow. I, I'm,
0: I'm so glad that I asked you, Yvette, to be a guest. I, I, I just had this big feeling and inner feeling that you, I, I could tell you're such an inspiration. So I'm just really grateful that you were able to, to be a guest, Yvette. And I really appreciate you taking time to share your story and give that amazing, beautiful advice that you just
1: gave. Oh, thank you. Honestly, I um I was so excited when you reached out to me. I had a few of my friends that um, you know, went on your podcast and I was like I was like, Oh, what is this? Let me listen to it and I was like, Oh my gosh, she's so awesome. How do I get to know her? And when all and I like I just started I felt like it was almost like, you know, you put positivity out into the world and it's gonna come back to you and if, if you're genuine about it. And I genuinely wanted to get to know you and I think I only like voiced it one time and all of a sudden <laughs> you messaged me and I was like oh my gosh like look how amazing the Lord is like I said it one time and all of a sudden you messaged me before I even had a chance to reach out to you and the second I met you I just had such a great vibe about you and you're such an adorable person I mean I feel like I haven't you know physically gotten to meet you but at the same time I feel like you could already be one of my inner circle besties I already know it like you're just a sweetheart. And I love what you're doing in the community. So I couldn't be happier or more honored to be a part of what you're doing.
0: Well, the feeling is completely mutual. I feel the exact same way. Uh, every guest that I reach out to, I'm just so excited to talk to them and get to know them better and just hear their story and share their story with, with listeners. And you never know who might be listening and it might help them get through something they're going through. So I just really appreciate you and being so, being so honest and, and open about your life. I couldn't have asked for a better guest for episode one of season three. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Mujeres in the Know podcast, and stay tuned for next week to see who the next featured guest will be. I'm Natalie, your host, and until then, please stay safe out there. Guidado, por favor, and I will talk to you later. Bye bye, and adios.